So I grew up kind of on the outskirts of the small town. It was a population of like 4,000 people. Um, and I went to this really small country school. And, you know, from kindergarten to eighth grade, I think there was like 300 kids. Um, and so we lived right down the road from the school. You could, you could see it from my house, really across a field. And uh, adjacent to kind of our small community was a, a town called Blackwell. Uh, it was kind of a famous scary town as you will uh growing up as kids you know you always heard stories about ghosts and people getting murdered and, and just like the most insane stories that you could ever really think about i guess it would be important to describe blackwell the town and it's hard to say it's really a town it's more of just a road that passes through kind of the small community where there's really no stores or even gas stations there's houses and, and you know, one kind of shotgun church there where it's just like one room at the end of the road. And, uh, our, our first venture down to Blackwell was uh, at night. People said, oh, take a left after the bridge. And uh, at the end of the road, which is a dead end gravel road, you'll see this small Baptist church. And if you look to the left of it, there's an old lynching post. And so... Of course, being stupid teenagers, me and Matt decide, hey, let's go check this out. And we don't decide to check it out during the day. We decide to check it out in the middle of the night. And so whenever you drive into Blackwell, you got to take all these like really windy country roads. And then you come down this really large hill, which leads to a bridge uh, that's kind of over a river there. And then right past the bridge are railroad tracks and then a fork in the road that goes left and then one that goes straight. And so we go left, just like we've heard everybody tell us to do, and we're kind of talking it up and kind of like hyping each other up, but we don't actually think anything's gonna happen. And so just like everybody had, had said, we go down this road and to the right, you know, there's a few creepy houses, which probably looking back now aren't very creepy, but then they just seemed crazy. And then to the left, um, it's just some railroad tracks. So we go down this road, probably a fourth of a mile, which ends in a dead end. And to the right is this small white Baptist church. And so we park the car in this small little makeshift gravel parking lot. And to the left of us, there's kind of like weeds and things grown up. But if you look close enough, there's definitely something there that you could interpret as a lynching post. And so whenever we see it, we're obviously creeped out because it's like, why would this be next to a Baptist church? Like, th these aren't the Baptists that we grew up with. Um, but we just, you know, we kind of turn the car around and uh, we start to pull out. And the car, we see lights coming down uh, this gravel road. And Matt's kind of a really crazy guy likes to kind of stir up trouble so he stops and waits for the person because at this point the road is too small for us both to go down and kind of pass each other and so matt stops this car pulls up next to us and stops matt being a psychopath rolls his window down and there's this kind of scraggly looking older guy and he says what are you guys doing here and matt said oh you know we just got we took a wrong turn and so the guy looks at us with like the deadest face ever and says like the creepiest like cliche line like we guys better get on get and matt even though he's like this ginormous guy has always been able to somehow scream like an adolescent girl and it you know he's being a crazy person starts screaming and then just floors it out of there and so we get out of there 
we're on our way back and there's a stop sign right before the school which is obviously right next to my house and we see a guy driving down the road without his lights on and so matt stops at the stop sign obviously because it is a stop sign and this guy pulls up next to us matt being a psychopath again stops and rolls down his window and this guy is in this huge truck with a bunch of girls in it and he's he's wearing night vision goggles so the whole blackwell thing just started off super weird we should have kind of known hey this one's probably better left alone because it's like nothing good can come from a place where you see the dude from texas chainsaw massacre and also a redneck Dan Bilzerian in the same night. There's just nothing good that's gonna come of it. And so some months go by and we're kind of like leaving it alone. And then during the summer on a Friday night, we had a bunch of people over at Matt's house. And so it was really late at night and we were all just sitting around playing video games. And someone mentioned Matt's dad had a Satanist Bible next to their computer. And the reason why he had it is because he was like a pastor at the time. And somehow he thought that having that would help him preach better because I guess you would like know your enemy or something like that. And so Matt opens this book up and just starts like doing these completely made up chants. But we were raised in like a super fundamentalist Christian household. And so we're all like losing our minds thinking that the devil himself is going to open a portal in his basement floor and come eat our souls. And so the whole Bible thing got us talking about creepy things, which led to us looking up creepy things online. And eventually we stumbled upon this older website that talked about Blackwell that we had heard about, but had never really stopped to look at. And so the website was just like a bunch of urban legends uh, and like famous places across Missouri that were really creepy. And Blackwell showed up and the legend was that at midnight, if you go on the bridge and you turn your car off and you get out, right at midnight, if you say, come get me three times, a car will pull up on the railroad tracks, wait for you to get in your car and chase you. And so we're all like getting excited, but kind of freaked out about it. And Matt says, let's go. And five of us oversized like teenage dudes get in this car we drive down to blackwell and you know we go down this hill go over the bridge and it's 11:50. and i guess me and matt get nervous because we get out of the car just past the railroad tracks onto the straight portion of the road there's a little pull-off section and we go to the bathroom in the woods and whenever me and matt get done using the bathroom <laughs> and we definitely did like we didn't use the bathroom together um but we both just had to go um But whenever we got done, we just decided to walk up the road to the bridge because we had some time to kill. And so we were walking with his car behind us, driven by our friend Jay. And so we get up there, Jay parks the car, everybody gets out, and we turn it off. And there's enough moonlight to kind of see, and you you can see the river down below the bridge, and there's enough to, to see a pretty good distance. And we had just came from the road behind the bridge where the car is supposedly supposed to appear. And so one of us has a watch on and it hits midnight. And we say, one, two, three, come get me, come get me, come get me. And as soon as we do that, 
there are car lights on the railroad tracks. And obviously we're losing our minds at this point, getting in the car as quickly as possible. And for some reason, Matt didn't leave the keys in the ignition. He had them in his pocket and we're freaking out. So he's jingling his keys, trying to start the car. And this car is just sitting on the railroad tracks right below the bridge, not moving. It's essentially parked. And Matt finally gets the car started and just floors it. And so we're going like 60 miles an hour plus on these old country back roads. And as soon as we take off, this car is right on us, like it's chasing us. And so we're on these windy roads and we're kind of like pulling away from this car. But it seems like every time we go around a corner, this car just like catches up to us. It's like so strange and obviously we're freaking out. So whenever you get to the end of Blackwell Road, it meets just a two lane highway. And there are these three really big hills, but the road is straight. And so we go over two of the hills. And so we tell Matt, whenever we get over this last hill, there's a pretty far straightaway. And then you get to the interstate, just park perpendicular on the highway so we can see what this car does. And sure enough, we get to the end of the road. He pulls perpendicular to the road we just came off of and these car lights come up over the hill and then just shut off and so we immediately turn right back down the road because we're thinking like we have to figure out if this is it like we have to figure out what this is and we drive all the way down this road back to the bridge and there's no car and the only thing that i know is the way Blackwell is situated, we should have saw the car pull up to the railroad tracks, and we also should have seen the car when we turned back down the road at some point, because it would be impossible to drive down that road in the middle of the night without its lights on. So to this day, I have no idea what happened in Blackwell. If you enjoyed this bonus episode and would like to help us out, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. That way you can get new episodes when they come out and it helps other people find out about the podcast. Also, if you think you have an interesting story that would fit the podcast, drop us a message using the link in the show notes and tell us a little bit about your story. Thanks.